You are listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Yo, 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 what is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am your host, Victor, and I have been just testing recording. I've been trying to get my microphone to work the way I want it to work, and I just cannot get it. My seat is squeaking. There's noise in the hallway. I'm just flustered, but it's okay because we are back here with another podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We had such an amazing past two weeks. Let's just recap these past two weeks. Two weeks ago, we had the Bible Project featured on Bringing Grace to the Nation's podcast. I almost forgot my own podcast name. We had the Bible Project featured. Okay, that's Tim Mackey and John Collins. It was such a pleasure to be able to meet those guys, to be able to talk about the Bible with those guys. So if you haven't checked out that episode, you'll really need to go back a few weeks. Just turn this episode off and go back and listen to that one because it was such, it was so fun to record. And then this past week, last week, I actually had the pleasure, my seat is squeaking, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Dr. Hildreth and talking about his new book, Bondage and Freedom. So if you guys haven't had a chance to check out that episode, please shoot back and check it out. You won't you won't be upset. You will not regret it. It is a fantastic episode and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So today's episode, we are actually going to do a Bringing Grace to the Nations episode where we talk about a nation. I've done these in the past and I just hadn't done one in a while. We've had a few interviews, so I thought it would be nice to kind of get back to our roots, to kind of get back to where we started and to also put out a shorter podcast today for you guys so that, you know, I'm not boring you guys to death. Thank you so much for tuning in again. So today we're going to be talking about a Nigerian people group, specifically, I'm hoping I pronounced this right. It's the Fulani people in Nigeria. Now, their population is just over 13 million. And so they uh, there's quite a lot of them, and they're quite spread out according to the map. They're kind of all over the place, which which is which has pros and cons, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But they speak Nigerian. Their main uh, their main religion basically 100%, 99.65 of these people are uh, are Islam. They they are active Muslims. And so that per, that you know that is in itself an extremely difficult area to live in, a difficult world view to be a part of. And out of that 100%, so 99.65 of those people are Islam and point of these people are Christian, with 0.25 of those people evangelical. That is quite a small number, a very, very, very small number. They're scattered mostly in Nigeria, but they can also be found in Cameroon. These semi-nomadic people fiercely reject anything that they perceive as contrary to their lifestyle of roaming with herds. This includes education, 
and, and permanent homes. So they are, are not seeking out education. They do not build permanent homes. They are nomadic people, which is why, again, like we had talked about earlier, they were completely spread out. One businessman and member of a ruling party has established two large ranches, um, which forced these people to kind of graze in that area. And so they, they've been forced these people into certain areas. Uh, there are a lot of ministry obstacles, one of them being illiteracy. You see, these people are not educated because they don't believe in education. Saying that they're not educated does not mean. It's just the unfortunate truth is that they do not seek out education. And so illiteracy provides problems when trying to reach people with the gospel because they don't they can't read the printed form and we are currently translating it into an aud audible version so that they could listen to it um i think i think christians need to be genuinely concerned about the material welfare of these people finding ways to assist them and building trust that is huge in this in this people group i find that trust is kind of a foundational cornerstone to many cultures um especially cultures in africa and in asia trust is cornerstone and if you build trust it will usually trump religious beliefs and so uh, building trust is, is a huge, a huge, huge, huge priority for the Christians there in the area. Now, we need to be praying for the Christians in this area. You see, they, um, they have teachers that were sent to this area, converted a very small amount of people, and then the teachers that came into the people group got kicked out. They're, not, they're no longer allowed. And so they, they were left with a few, just a few, 0.26% of this people group were left to share the good news of Jesus Christ with these people. And so we really need to be praying for the Christians among these people, that they will become well-established in the faith. Pray that they will find each other in order to fellowship with each other, pray with each other, learn to pray, lean on the power of the, of the Spirit, experience, experiencing the fruit that Christ gives um, through His Spirit. All these things are essential community with, with other believers. It is, uh, it is extremely important for these Christians here, especially since there is only a few of them to find each other and to and to love on each other and to pray with each other and to establish community. Like I said, this is a people group that is quite spread out. And so finding other Christians is going to be an extremely difficult task. But I think that I think for this people group, it's essential. And I think that's one of the things that we should be actively praying for these people, especially for the Christians in the area. Now for the entire people group, we need to be praying that, that they're just able to take care of their physical needs. Uh, a lot of families are not able to provide for themselves. Uh, they're not uh, prepared for rapidly changing conditions, especially with uh, this 21st, 22nd century kind of culture that's coming into existence. They're not prepared to create an education system. They're not prepared to kind of step into the where the world is going. And unfortunately, that means that, that these people could eventually get wiped out. They could either just kind of fizzle out and, and go extinct, or they could face war and just get totally obliterated. And so 
we really need to be praying for these people that that they would um, that they would be able to adequately, you know, care for their families, for the people that are around them, that they would be able to to seek out education, that that they would be able to be wise in that area. And it's only by the spirit that this change is going to happen. And I think if they become more literate, you know, the, the people group seeks out these things, the gospel will then become not only easier for us to give to them, but also it will become a lot easier to understand and to accept. And so I think, I think we definitely need to be praying for them. These people are spread out across four countries, but like I said, most of them are, are in Nigeria. We have a one like so there's so I'm using this app called the Joshua Project. The Joshua Project is a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic website to really dive into people groups and nations. And so uh, they have given the progress in this people group a one. And so a one is the lowest that it can be. They do not have the full Bible. They have the New Testament in their language. However, with illiteracy, uh, the New Testament in their language has literally done nothing. And so they are currently working on an audible version of the New Testament so that they can play for the people in this area so that they can understand it that way. And uh, yeah, so other than that, they're, they're speaking Nigerian, but they speak a specific a dialect. So it's, it's also difficult because they're translating the Bible into the specific dialect that's extremely difficult to learn. And the people who are over there learning it right now are having problems dealing with the illiteracy because the people who speak the language can't teach it. And so there's a lot of difficulty. From what I've read, there doesn't seem to be any hostility in terms of their their individual government entity. Um, I'm not too sure about the the nation of Nigeria. I'm not too sure what their policies are. Um, I know Islam is quite hostile towards Christianity, and so I seeing that the majority of these people are are Islam that there would be persecution for Christians. Their persecution rank is actually 14, um, but they have open doors. So you that, that's actually what that means. Yeah, so they have open doors. It means, it means God has given us the ability to get in there. We just need to be wise about it. So guys, I really want to implore you to be praying for this people group. Again, they're the Fulani. You can find them on the joshuaproject.net. I'm actually gonna put a link to their prayer card in the description of this podcast today. And I would just ask that you take this week, this week, and once a day for two minutes, just just pray for these people. Um, pray that God would would move his spirit across, across the nation, across this people group, that he would supernaturally draw people towards himself, and that the spirit within the 0.26% of evangelicals would would move would give courage uh, that god would give the christians there the boldness and the ability to step out in faith and share the gospel now i haven't done the math here and i'm actually curious because there's 13.7 million people and i 0.26 percent i want to know what that number is it just came into my mind so out of 13 million seven hundred and twenty seven thousand i'm going to find Point two six. How much is that? 
No. Okay. No. I did that wrong. It's .026. I should, really should have done this prior to recording a podcast. But, you know, things happen. .0. Darn it. I typed the wrong number. I got this, guys. Trust me. 13727000 times .026. Got it. All right. So there's approximately 300,000 Christians out of 13,727,000. So definitely be praying. There's definitely enough people to start the church. You look at the early church, there was, there was what, 100, right? There's there about 100 people uh, ready to spread the good news. And here we have 300,000. So be praying that the Spirit could do a work because He definitely can. And with our prayers, He definitely will. And so we, we are on our knees daily praying for them. And I would like to encourage you guys to do that as well. Guys, that's it for this podcast. I wanted to keep it short. I wanted to get you guys out on time. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. We have some awesome stuff planned for the future. So next week, we're getting back into like our deep theology. We're going to be talking about general revelation. And I'm super excited because I am actually bringing Dr. Hildreth back onto the general revelation episode. And we're going to be diving into if general revelation is a thing or if it isn't. And so general revelation is one of those kind of just like widely accepted, blindly, blindly accepted Christian doctrines that is hardly studied. And when it is studied, you'll, you'll find some interesting things out. And so I am super excited to bring that episode to you guys. So stay ready for that. The reason I didn't bring it to you this week is because I still got to study. I still got to do some work on there. So I hope you guys can be patient with me. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. If you guys are back in school, have fun, do your homework. Don't be lazy. Eat your fruits and vegetables. Do what your parents ask you to do. If you're a parent, just, just be nice. Just just be nice, okay? Just be nice. That's all I got to say to you. Guys, you are beautiful. You are one of a kind. Wait, how does it go? You are one of a kind. You're beautiful. No. I've stolen this outro from a YouTuber. Uh, not the take care of God bless part, but the it's you're beautiful and you're one of a kind. Until next time, take care and God bless. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN Podcast comes out every week. Questions? Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at gracenationmin. Until next time, take care and God bless.